0: Morning. The following podcast may contain language and subject matter not suitable for all ages or everyone. If you don't like what you're listening to, please press stop. In this episode of the Tang Waner podcast, so Ben, where are
1: you originally from? Uh, West Philadelphia, born and raised.
2: That's the did. playground, where I spent most of my days.
1: Yeah, it was uh, actually, I went to the same high school, Kobe Bryant did, Laura Marion. which ready to quit cigarettes, like you know you're ready. Like, yeah. so many people try to tell you, but when you're done, you're just absolutely done. You're sick of it. like with, I know, I used to- You, your brain doesn't work as well, like your cognition goes down, um, you get sweaty, you get like, you, your hands start to shake and things like that. You're, 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 you're tuned in to the Tang Water. The social media podcast for Changwon City, South Korea, with your host, Scott N D.
0: All right, welcome to this episode of the Changwon Podcast. Once again, I'm Scott, joined with D. How's I'm awesome, man. I'm
2: searching Justin Bieber shit right now because I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just excited about Justin Bieber. <laughs> there you go. Look at this. Look yeah. at this. See this right here. Right there. And this
0: week we got a special guest on the show. We have Ben Hearn. How's it going, Ben? Uh, it's going pretty well. How about you guys? Not too bad. I had a nice
2: little uh, what do you call it, housewarming party? Yeah, we had a good housewarming party. You, you didn't come. Jenny, Jenny yeah. had her housewarming party today. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it, it's nice. It's actually when she told me about the idea and the concept, I'm like, no, that's not a good idea. And then I went over there today. I'm like, it's not bad. It's really good. It's, it's a nice little setup here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a little kitchen. The only problem is she doesn't have a washing machine and she doesn't have a shower, which is a big problem. So she's, she got a, a membership. To she like, has a bath? No. So we got a health club, I guess. Yeah. She got a membership yeah. to a health club. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would, that would annoy me. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I like to take a bath or I like to at least take a nice hot shower mm-hmm. sometimes. You know, I have to get out of my bed and go to the shower or whatever. But.
0: Yeah, I guess. Anyway. So Ben, where are you originally from? Uh, West Philadelphia, born and raised. That's the
2: playground where I spent most of my days.
1: Yeah, I was uh, actually, I went to the same high school Kobe Bryant did. Lower Marion, which is
2: right outside of West Philadelphia. It's the best Philly cheesesteak in, in Philadelphia. So do you know AWOL? No. Oh, they, oh, be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: He is in Philly right now and he just hit me up on that. Yeah. Um, so I told him it's either Jim's, uh, Steve's Prince of Steaks. The two big ones that everyone knows are Pat's and Geno's uh and then dallas is also up there and they're not chains right no uh, steve's has like a bunch of places around the restaurant but yeah like normally pats and gina's it's just like the one location mm. and, like everyone you when you go there you kind of have to order you either say like whiz with or whiz without because
2: like whiz with whiz out uh, cheese whiz with onions or without onions uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah do, do you follow uh uh all? no not too much i only know like big stuff that's happening okay and, um all right because I, I tell you because um dana white who is the um president of ufc he has this new uh tele uh like youtube podcast youtube uh video channel where he goes around it's called looking for a Fight. so he goes around the, the world uh looking for a new and upcoming fighting talent so they went to philadelphia and they actually they, they'll stop he and two of his friends from long ago they, they stopped in like um Uh, good food places and learn how to do stuff. And the last episode, they they rode a bowl, uh, just as something, you know, fun to do. Uh, they went like, uh, water skiing in Alaska and surfing in Alaska. Um, but they were, they stopped in Philly and they stopped in a really nice, looks really good cheesecake. Yeah, so I'm,
1: yeah. We actually had the, uh, the number one rated sandwich in America. Uh, it's Dinick's, um, what was it? I think a pork sandwich
0: or something. Yeah. Pulled pork? Yeah, pulled pork. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 So when, when did you originally come to Korea the first
2: time? Oh, geez, uh, Thanksgiving in 2011. You've been a bouncer. You just, you go, you work, you go home, you come back. You yeah, more so
1: than most people. Yeah, right? I know. Like,
2: so that's five years ago, but I've only, this is, I've
1: been here in Korea for like three years and a couple months. This is the fourth
2: contract, yeah. This is my fourth contract, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But so so where where have you worked? You worked at you never worked at public school, right? I always, I always had one. Always had ones. I did
1: Jossang or yeah, Jossang JS English Institute, which is like an afternoon thing. Then I did a kindergarten one, then I did another afternoon one and then I at another afternoon one. But either Songnam or Sapadong, that's
2: right and so do you like contact your employer when you your old employers when coming back and say, I'm coming back or I want to come back and hey, give you another job? Or? I actually
1: never thought of that. No. So the first year I did it just like a random recruiter, you know, yeah. and then the second year, uh, someone I knew found out I was trying to come back and they're like, oh, hey, like I heard this kindergarten is hiring. So I did that. And then the last two jobs just trying on
0: uh, the teacher group Facebook page. Oh, really? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. So what, what made you decide to come to Korea the first time around? Like um, back, in, back in 2011. 2011.
1: Um, I had never been outside of America ever. I had just recently graduated college.
0: Yeah,
1: Canadian waters on a houseboat, but that's as close as I got. Mm-hmm. So I definitely wanted to go somewhere. Uh, and then two guys I knew that were uh, a year older than me did the Korea for a year. And they were like, hey, if they're looking to go outside of America and you don't know what you're doing, check out Korea. Like, it's got really good hookups
2: and we both had a good time there. So on their recommendation, I came here. So you didn't pick Changwon. Changwon picked you. Yeah. So,
1: like, I always liked Asia, so I wanted to go somewhere in Asia. And then uh, the recruiter told me about this job. Uh, And then I was just like, yeah, like, I'm just taking like, you know, anything. And then I tried looking it up, but like, you know, five years ago, there wasn't like Facebook pages about it too much. Um, and then I saw that it had like the same amount of people as Philadelphia or something. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, I'm used to like a city this size. So Philly's like a half mil people? Philly's? Like, I think technically like 1.4 million were like the sixth biggest, but like Changwon with like Masan and Jinhae. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, like, okay. I didn't realize at the time, like, they're including all okay, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just didn't like, I don't like huge cities like Seoul or New York. So I didn't
0: want to do that but shang seemed cool. Yeah. And you, I remember last year, you recently just left, right? Yeah. So I left, um,
1: last September, September. And then I was gone for about six or seven months. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I just came back in April. So what made you decide to come back? Were you planning on coming back or? No. So I was,
1: uh, home for good quote unquote uh and i wanted to do physical therapy at home yeah. uh and i was like taking a bunch of tests or whatever like and things like that to go to school and then i actually saw what physical therapists did and i did like 20 some hours of observation and it was just really boring and i was like you know what i don't want to do that yeah. so then i was kind of like well back to the drawing board and i was like might as well just go back to free. Like I know the deal there. It's good. Good life, good people. So, just uh, ask some people, hey, do you guys have any jobs going on? My one buddy, Nick Campbell, was like, yeah,
0: I know a job. So, came back. Cool. So, you got a job back here in Changwon. What was the biggest cultural shock for you when you first came here in 2011? Hmm. Like, the biggest difference, let's say, between Philly and
1: yeah. Neon. Uh, yeah. I, I, man, so even in Jungangdong, right? Like that—that yeah. that was I lived in Solium and I got off the plane and I came here, and I thought Jungangdong was like my eyes were as big as dinner plates. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then like you know, Sangnamdong, like all the like, yeah, that was pretty big. All the convenience stores, just everything like that you need is you know two blocks away. If that. Yeah. Pharmacies left and right. Hospitals left and right. Convenience stores every block, coffee shops every block. So you know, I'm used to the suburbs in America where you have to have a car to go like anywhere. So mm-hmm. this
0: was uh it was just awesome. Everything's right there. So you never been out of the US before that? <coughs> Did you live anywhere else in the US besides Philadelphia or? Uh Penn State, which is about two or three hours away
1: from Philadelphia.
0: So where you went to school? Yeah.
1: So I was there for five and a half years. So it's just pretty much Pennsylvania, like
0: Philadelphia for most of it, and then Penn State for the next five and a half years. What's what sports are you into in terms of Philly? Basketball. We've done
1: atrociously the past three years, like (coughs) records for how bad. But that was intentional, so I'm fine with that. Uh, Our baseball team. I'm kind of a, a fair weather fan. When we're good, then I pay attention. Uh, the Eagles are football team for sure. Um, when I was growing up, we had a really good teams, and then
0: and hockey, not so much. Not so much. But yeah, I'm a diehard hockey fan. So are you? Duke I the sphere is really good, right? That's I, all yeah. I've been hearing. I know both we'll Flyers a little bit, but I I went to one game, um, and I know the Eagles just because I'm a Redskins fan. Yeah. Sign you guys out.
1: this year, man. Kirk Cousins, eh? Yeah. Did you guys sign him long term or just for the?
0: Not sure. For- I I actually stopped following it since uh since they signed uh what's his name R Griffin R G three R G three Yeah, he's done. He's with Cleveland now. Yeah.
1: So. He we as an Eagles fan, I'm, It's it's sad to see he was an up and coming player and it looked like he was gonna be really good and he was just gonna kill us for the next ten years, and then he kind of just fell apart. Philly really is a whole rocky, though.
2: Yeah, I'm actually. Did wondering. they actually take that that uh, statue down? No, who said that? So I heard they Matt took the statue down.
1: No, it's right. So yeah, I don't know if you saw the movie Creed, but it made it look like the statue was like in a different part of the city than the Art Museum steps. Uh-huh. But it's not. It's like the Art Museum steps, you know, are right here, and yeah. then the Rocky statue
2: is literally a. 30-second walk to the side. Okay. What would you feel like if somebody made a statue of you for the world? <laughs> Based
0: off a of movie. <laughs> Based off a of movie. Honestly. Not even real. Yeah. <laughs> <So> we, <laughs>
2: it's literally, technically, it's a movie product. And That must that must fuck actors up, right? I mean, people are like, oh, you're so great, you're so great. Yeah, I'm so great, pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. Like, how the fuck does that and work? And so,
1: I, can you guys think of another movie that's, like, so inextricably, like, just tied to the city,
2: though? Like... Tied to the city? or well, aside from New York, New York's like so yeah, so, agree, so everybody does everything about New York, right? Yeah, but what movie ties, like,
0: what movie can you think of off the top of your head that you think New York City? That
2: I think you Die Hard? Was it New York? Yeah, yeah Die Hard 4. Yeah,
0: Die Hard 4. I was thinking maybe 24.
2: Die Hard 4. 25th Hour
0: is pretty New York, so I believe it Die Hard 4. Die Hard
2: 4, Samuel L. Jackson, come on.
0: Die yeah, Hard, was it? Die Hard three, 3. okay. Was it Die Hard three? Yeah, okay, well, uh Die Hard three, Die Hard three, The die, die Hard, hard
2: the original, I'm not sure where Wait, that die was. Hard 4 was the computer hacker one. That's that, yeah, that 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 started yeah. out. That started. No, that was in up? in Washington D.C. That one. Uh, die Hard three, you're right. Die Hard three. Because there's like 19 Die Hards now, so I'm confusing everything. But uh no, that the original one started out in Los Angeles. It was in Los Angeles. It's mm. my favorite movie of all time. It's, it's a really that's movie. the first R-rated movie my dad took me to, so I really fucking love that movie. How old were you? Eleven. Wow, that's cool, father, man. Yeah. You to see an R-rated movie. Yeah, well, I think he really wanted to see it too. And that same weekend, my mom went out of town, so my, my dad took me to see that movie on Saturday night, but on Friday night, my friend and I, my best friend at the time, who was also eleven. And myself and our dads watch RoboCop together. <laughs> RoboCop. RoboCop. I just remember the end when the guy got the toxic sludge all over him, and he was just like melting. And I was just like, "This is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my entire life, or will ever see. Uh, there's nothing gonna, uh, gonna equal this." I have no idea what the first restricted movie I ever saw. I totally, rem- I totally remember that. That was such an important. I mean, event. I mean, my-
1: in theaters I, that you saw, or just no, like just watching in general? Just in general. Yeah, I saw
0: that when I was definitely not of age. Yeah, Porky's, yeah. yeah. But what's up, I
2: mean, Scott? I think
0: Conan, is, Conan the Barbarian is something I watch quite
2: often. Mm-hmm. Ben, are, is, is this going to be a PG-13 podcast, or can this be an R-rated podcast? Uh, yeah, the... It's up to you, buddy. I can the more we that. talk, the more expletives on it So uh, No, uh, it's about that. What's the first... Uh, First year that you watched porn? Mm. Uh <laughs>
0: 1976.
2: 1976? 1976, so. three years
0: old. You saw porn were three? Apparently. <laughs> I don't remember, but I think I was eleven. Okay, so you meet everybody yeah. I think I was eleven.
2: No, 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 not eleven. I was I was definitely like I was twelve. I was twelve. Okay. I think I was in sixth
1: grade. My cousin and brother were in the grade above me. And like they we're you know doing that kind of stuff like oh then go ahead and do it i'm like
2: oh, I'm gonna do it. And i was not old enough for it maybe fifth grade yeah i just remember sweet it was called swedish erotica and it had john holmes in it yeah. was it a video yeah it was a video it was a, it was oh, a vhs my first was just a picture right? uh-huh. oh no no no, no, no. It was we're like, straight out we're straight out videos like I, I used to play football with this guy named jamie johnson and his dad had we always we would go over to jamie johnson's house because he had the sack full of porn. His dad had a paper bag, a brown paper bag. We used to get whatever porn video as well, and it was like a well used paper bag, and it had like 40, uh, 40 or fifty tapes in it. And uh, we would grab like one of them just to share around with friends. He would never, never realize that one was gone. So we would share around with the friends. And I remember watching John Holmes. You guys know John Holmes. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing John Holmes and going like, Oh my god is this how big it's going to get? I'm like, (laughs) like, it's got a ways to go. (laughs) John John Holmes, right? And then I was looking at the girl, the the Swedish erotica. It was like a a couple that were introducing other videos. So they were in in a, like a a little hot tub, whatever. And they were like going, they were just, they were just introducing. And the one girl had, um, breasts the size of like watermelons. I'm not kidding. And, and she had this like string bikini on that just covered her nipples. And then when in the end when they're like I finally started going at it I'm like this, this doesn't really like do anything for me because I already know what her chits look like but uh, anyway there's a, there's a Swedish rock in there. Swedish rock that's how I started out Swedish rock. I think I might have seen it when I was quite young that's an iconic movie man have you ever watched any of the um the documentaries about where porn stars are now yeah like, oh that's the, that sounds grim. No, don't don't no, know. no, know. like, I some of them are, it. like, some of them are, are, there's one where this girl girls, like, a like, a, she looks like she could be in Special Forces, like, she's, just, she's she spends all the time firing guns and working on self-defense, I'm like,
1: do they make enough for the, like, I'm assuming 10-year career, maybe tops, right?
2: Like, is that enough to just live on? I don't know, I don't know. I don't think so. I have no idea. I, I, can't, I, yeah, really I can't imagine. I, d- I think they're getting... And porn? No, no, no. Especially not for the guys. For the girls, it might be different. I mean, girls, I don't know. From what I heard, they get paid a $1,000 a day. Well, actually. there's more
0: girls than guys. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I think guys have the more... more
2: well, the, the, line, the line the no, line no to get into porn, long porn long. is longer than for guys <laughs> to get into porn. I mean, any grass skating guy around here, would you but want to be not, in a porn there's movie? There's not many that can do it. Yeah. everybody wants yeah. to do it, but there's well, not many that sure can do it. Wants I feel like if you
1: budget. just give the guy, like if he's well endowed, and you just pop him a couple Viagra, bam, he's good to go for the whole day,
2: right? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I, but I, it's, it's, I don't know. Actually,
1: I yeah. Maybe the director's like, all right, you need to like finish at this scene or do that. So you're right. I don't
2: think every guy could do no, it. No, there's a, there's one guy that I, I was, because I'm, I'm quite interested in, in psychology and sociology, but more so in like, um, uh, people that have had, uh, experiences like that were, um, how do you say? What do I studied in psychology was people that were, were abused, were uh, abused when they were a, a child. Yeah. Right. And so a lot of people that have been abused, uh, sexually abused have, have led into, uh, not a lot of people, but most people that are in porn have gone there because they have been sexually abused. In a certain way, they had an uncle or they had a a, a dad or whatever like that. Female. Females. Females. Guys, the guys, I mean, you ask any guy around here, would you like to be in a porn movie? Every guy would say, yeah, but can they do it? No, I mean, not, I'd say 1% of the 1% of the guys actually could do it. So watching this, uh, this video I was watching about what porn stars, where are they now? And they were going over um, this guy who was saying, like, I can, I can sit with anybody. It doesn't matter if they're 500 pounds. It doesn't matter if they're you know 50 pounds or whatever. It doesn't matter what they look like, whatever. And so they, they, they had this one movie they were shooting, and the girl was a huge, ugly woman. And they called this guy because nobody else wanted the job. They called this guy. And he walked in, and he looked at the girl, and he said, Okay, I need a bowl of Cheerios in five minutes. So right went in the back, and he ate a bowl of Cheerios. And he took five minutes and came back out and he was ready to go. And he did his business and and, and finished the job like a, like a professional. Mm. I couldn't do that. I'm not that kind of guy.
0: I've seen, uh, I think the first porn I ever remember was around grade six. And it was at my uh, kind of a friend's birthday party. And the mother put it on. <laughs> the mother put it on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were weird. It was just him and her kind of trailer trash. Yeah, that sounds really white. Terms. I don't remember what? much of this because I didn't really care. But I remember an Asian girl in it, and I remember the stereotype. Hence you know, why Scott t- is living in Asia right now? One quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying something like one quarter, one tip, two quarter, two tips. <laughs> what does that $1 mean? One dollar whole thing <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> what does that mean? It was just. It was. A, that's all I. That's all I took from the movie. But I did also see another launching porn, like you're talking about. It was like five or six different little porns within a porn. Yeah, yeah. And it had a misshaped. A what? One was called misshaped. She was literally probably 400 pounds. Hmm. Oh, okay. Doing, you know, three muscle dudes. Okay. One was Grandma's Lust. Oh, oh no. She's the worst collection yeah, ever. they all... One was something Grandpa, an old guy.
2: I don't remember what the other one was. So it's like a fetish, kind of fetish. Yeah. yeah.
0: But this was uh, one of my good friends back home. The first time I met him, he was showing this at a party. Yeah. And, well, uh, you know, yeah.
2: Uh, me and his brother were playing Cynthia Mayo Brothers. You know, you know the, Sigmund Freud said, the only abnormal sex is sex you don't have. So, if you're not having sex, that's really abnormal. If you're doing anything else, it doesn't matter what it is. It's perfectly normal. I fucking agree with that. I don't. As, yeah. long, as, as long as it's not with kids. I was going to say, as wait, long as it's not with kids. Yeah. As long as it's not with kids, it's not just, just kids, it's, kids, it's just, just kids. consulting. It's consenting adults. adults. Consent, two yeah. consenting adults, yeah. As long as it's two consenting adults, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, it's normal. I agree with that. I mean, I mean, there's people out there that have some what we would think, like the people who have normal normal sex life. They would think that that is strange, or whatever. But it's it's really not. Mm-hmm. Just depends on like us. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll get into maybe some some sex to health <laughs> with uh, Ben. It's one way to be healthy. It is actually. <laughs> Bang. It's your local events list for Chang'e City. Get your ass out the chair, and we'll see you there. All right, over at O'Brien's, they have Taco Tuesdays, which every Tuesday I have said. I'm a little drunk. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> they have Monday nights at Next Bar, they have Game of Thrones, which goes on at 30 p.m., I believe. Up to the current episode. So if you want to watch out with a group, group of people, yeah. just head over to the next bar. Their new monthly pizza is
2: uh, fully loaded. Borgogli, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like all the spicy and the veggies and the pizza and the meats and all together in one. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and pay attention because uh, any big UFC event I'm here, you guys all know that you guys have been listening to me. I'm a huge UFC fan, so any live event that's going to come up, uh, we're going to watch it. A little bit a lag time, we're going to watch it at uh, uh, next bar uh, on the Sunday night. So this weekend, this podcast is going to drop after the, this weekend, but there's a huge UFC uh, 199 that's going to drop. So uh, we're going to watch that next bar at night, uh, probably around 9 or 10 o'clock. So.
0: And uh, they have some further... Fridays, which is four thousand won off every hamburger of your choice.
2: And what's going on in IP? IP right now, they—if you're a South African or even if you're not South African—go and go there and try one of the Bourgeois rolls, which is a South African sauce it's just so yummy. Uh, about fifteen thousand won for a roll. Uh, they offer it every day. And go chat with the new girl uh, Michelle, who's. a dime piece. She is really, really nice and super cute.
0: And Biscotchi has
2: something going on every night. Yep, it's called alcohol. And it's called yeah. late night alcohol. So and, when the other bar's closed settle over there. Yeah, that's the basically Biscotti gets busy about four AM and they go until like whenever everybody leaves. And Monster Bar I have a birthday coming up.
0: I don't know don't know the details yet, but I'll uh, find out soon.
2: I think we got to include Justine a little bit more with this kind of stuff, because uh, you know she's got she's got good business, but we gotta we gotta filter more people over to her place. because she's a lovely woman, and, and her place is right next to the OB's building on the second floor. And we got a market coming up on June eighteenth. We do. We do. But before the June 18th market in Shanghai, we have the Busan market coming up on June, on June 11th on Gwangalli Beach. It's the perfect time to go to the beach on Gwangalli because everybody's out and about, but there are so many bars that are open and so many places that are doing their thing. So along the stretch of the beach is like a two, two, three kilometer long beach. They've got four bars that they're offering there. Their uh, their their market at so they've got Sharkies, OPC, AHQ Bar and Beach Bar, and they're fantastic places. Good cause the woman Cat, she's a really good friend of mine these days. She does so much work for charity here in Korea. She helps the women shelters, she helps the dog shelters, she helps uh, children in in the Philippines, and she's just doing everything everything she can do for charity. So get out there if you can't get to the the Changwon market the week after, get to the Busan market. But we got the Chang'an market coming up.
0: Which is also for
2: charity. We help out the Bitnari Orphanage. We help out the Bitnari Orphanage. And sometimes yeah. we throw some, some, we throw a dog a bone over at the, uh, the shelters it's on, here. Around. Yeah. It's on animal shelter, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you can, get out to the Chang'aner Global Cultural Market on June nineteenth. And uh, it's probably going to be the last one until September, right? Yeah, it's okay. too hot. Like,
2: it's, everybody's busy. Everybody's got stuff going on. Festivals all around Korea, so everybody's traveling. The markets, I think markets should be for the, the, the spring, the fall, and the winter months. The winter months are the best because there's nothing to do. So everybody just comes to a common place and, and has a good time. But summer, go out and have a good time. You guys will go see, see you in September. That's much better.
0: All right, so let's get back to the podcast. It's Scott and D with What's Going On in Changwon, The Chang'Waner Podcast. All right, we're back with this week's guest, Ben Hearn. Ben, we're going to get into some health stuff because he seems to be like a guy that's into health.
2: Try to be. Ben's, to be. Ben's all about it. Let me, let me introduce Ben, though, in this segment of the podcast as being the Changwon Arm Wrestling Champion. There has yet to be a challenger that can be Ben. So if anybody's out there listening, thinks that they're a good arm wrestler, step in line and get in, get in line ready for, for Ben because I'm pretty sure you can kick your ass. Beat, uh, or, Captain Messi, Craig, he was 110 kilograms. That's right. it? That's it? I think I, he's bigger than that, man. He must have been 265. That's what he said. 110. Uh, well, so how much is 110 kilograms in, in pounds? 240 something. No, he's was bigger than that. He was much bigger than that. he was. Two sixty five kilograms, bigger than me. He's like no, he was like ten. You know, he's like uh, hundreds, he's a big man. Two sixty five. Yeah. Dude, pounds. and his hands were just like missed. like huge hands. Do you ever remember the the person that shook your hand the hardest, the strongest? I certainly remember that. I, I, was was Messi? No, 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 no. When I was in, when I was back in uh, after high school, I was thinking about going to the navy, so I. I I, re- I got a recruiter and whatever, and the guy came over to the house and they they honey dick you up until you yeah. sign the contract. But the guy shook my hand. I swear to God, he fucking broke my hand. He was the strongest handshake I've ever ever, and still to this day, nobody shook my hand that hard in my life. There's a
1: lot of cool um, like hand strengthening exercises that like even if you go to the gym and like you know you do your regular forearm workouts or whatever, they're not that effective. There's this like thing where. this strong arm guy could just like rip a deck in half. Like mm,
2: a deck of like, cards. Someone can rip a phone book in half, stuff like that. My yeah. brother in law, I've got a video of my brother in law ripping a phone book in half. Yeah. He is so he is about five four and he's about two hundred and fifteen pounds. He's like just what Wolverine. Wolverine should be. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's like
2: what Wolverine should be. And he is fucking strong man.
1: Yeah, and yeah. all these things, yeah, it's just like we don't do those like movements with our hands that like you have to
2: to get that kind of strength, yeah, yeah, like uh, like I'm a big climber, or I shouldn't say I'm a big climber, so you have, yeah, strong hands. Well, so. this season, no, because I haven't climbed since we've been so busy doing all the stuff with everything else, but uh, I've been once I'm supposed to go on Monday, thank god we have a holiday on Monday, Jeez. but anyway, like the, the climber strength, man, these, these guys they can hang from one finger. Have you ever seen the guy? He's there's a guy, he's got He's missing his, his, I believe it's his right pointer finger. And he's a climber. And I don't know how he lost his finger, but he's one of the best climbers in the world. He climbed this, uh, these guys have been trying to do this, uh, this um, pitch in, in Spain for like fucking 10 years. All these guys get together every year and they go to this place in Spain and they try to climb this place. This guy who was missing a finger, he did, he's the first guy who did it. it. was like a, it, 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 mean, it won't mean anything to you guys, but it's like a 515C, which is, I climb a 5'8. This guy climbs a 515C, so there's like A, B, C, D, or A, B, and C for every number that goes up. So, like, one would be, you know, walking just along the street. Two might be a a small, slow climb up a hill. Three might be a little bit more of a hike. Four might be more of like a stair step up and down. Uh, And then five would be straight up, right on the rock, kind of um, climbing straight, like... um, this kind of climbing. So like five, eight is pretty easy. Five, nine, like these, these, these days, my, my climbing partners and I we do five tens. This guy does a five fifteen, which is fucking, you're, you're talking about basically a little finger hold to hold your whole body up upside down. And these guys are doing this kind of and So it took 10 years and this guy's missing a finger and he can do this. It's pretty amazing. But you you, you're pretty, pretty athletic though yourself. Yeah
1: yeah i uh i always was growing mildly athletic i guess uh when i went to university started drinking and smoking too much so got out of it and then uh my not sec- smoke these days though no I man three years quit that's actually why i started going like back into the gym yeah so it was march 4th 2013 i was like i i'm done with cigarettes and like when you're Ready to quit cigarettes, like, you know you're ready. Like, yeah. so many people try to tell you, but when you're done, you're just absolutely done. You're sick Dis- of it. Disgusted and, like, with, I know I used to be a smoker when I was in university. But you're not going to quit until you're actually ready to quit. And, like, I tried ten times, you know, it doesn't help until you're ready. Anyway, so, yeah, I went to the gym just originally to, I was like, if I'm going to quit, I need to, like, do something with my time, right? Yeah. So, I went with Nick Campbell, which, if anyone listening wants to start going to the gym, find the... A friend and accountability or whatever like that's the best way to do it yeah because like there's a million excuses not to go but if your friends there and like hey man we're supposed to meet here then it's it's so much easier to go. you guys push each other
2: motivate each other right exactly right, right, yeah right, right.
1: so he was really good and then i got into it and then i just started really liking it and it was just you feel better like i could do nothing all day but if i went to the gym i feel good you know
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah so that kind of thing and then yeah, I have it even like drinking. I don't even feel the need for a cigarette. If I do, then like, I just throw a, a piece of gum in my mouth and like you know, it, it works.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, it's, uh, it's weird because I smoked when I was younger so into high school and uh, I got Scott came I, out of the womb smoking. <coughs> I quit for seven years. Never touched a cigarette. Oh, how'd you go back? See? I moved here. Oh, it's so easy to so smoke like, here. When I when I moved here, especially in, like two thousand one. A cigarette's like a dollar fifty. Everybody smoked. I mean, I every, every male would offer you a cigarette. I went. To, I remember going to the
2: doctors, and the doctor was smoking. Yeah, really? Oh. What? Yeah. Like he's examining you, and he's yeah. smoking? Yeah. That sounds not, like a 1970s. Me, but like in the room. Man. That sounds like yeah. a 1970s American yeah. fucking movie. So, uh, and they were just so cheap. I remember when I got to hear they're less than 250. Yeah, I don't know what they're
0: like now. I don't. I, I think don't they're mean. like 450. Or, right? No matter. I mean, I, I had quit for seven years, and I would still wake mm-hmm. up sometimes sweating, dreaming about I had a cigarette and then I cheated, and waking up and I oh yeah but what, what God what's the price in, in canada it's, it's
2: like it's like 15 bucks or something like that yeah, that's 20 something 20 dollars for one pack yeah. yeah well that's rightfully so that's, that's wow it's but in 2001 it wasn't a kids, but we're still around 12 to 15. yeah well right see now. the problem in america is the fucking corporations like marlboro and stuff like that they own the congressmen right. and the congressman invested in these kind of companies so they, they want to keep the price as low as possible so people smoke more it's all I'm
0: probably just saying, I I'm saying I quit I was done I spent a year here with El smoking my first year I don't think I when I first came here I was having the night sweats and bad dreams of oh I, I, you know, I wake up thinking oh I had a cigarette yesterday but it wasn't the case but it never goes away no, yeah, right. No, there's still times I never. Want it. No, I, I, I still. You're, you're an ex smoker.
2: I still, I still crave it. Like mm-hmm. like, when I'm really drunk here, I will. Yeah, it's but it's only a marble red. I only go for a marble Dude, red.
1: My brother smokes them just for the image. He's like, I look like a badass smoking marble reds. I was like, you do. Because
2: They're the harshest cigarettes out there. I
0: like. Yes. I, I smoke, don't know. I, I like. Smoke to- for the buzz. That. Yeah, 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 so yeah. that's why
2: when i'm drunk i'm really drunk and i have a cigarette and i'm like i wake up and i'm or not wake up i'm just stand up and i feel like dizzy and fall off my seat yeah sometimes i like that
1: actually if if someone's like moving into a city like the best advice i could give them is like start smoking cigarettes we'll make a lot of friends like <laughs> yeah, yeah right like it's a great way to meet new people
2: yeah just going up to somebody and got a light <laughs>
1: yeah that, yo that was like my my uh way to hit on girls when i first got here being like oh do you want like a smoke and like the amount of like Prince, I got, and like the like the finger wig korean and, girls yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah 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 like in places like the soju bars or whatever i'd always go up and be like oh do you need a smoke because you used to be able to smoke it like in any bar right yeah yeah so
2: I like it now though. I used to I used to be a bartender in America and I would hate going home because every night I have to wash my clothes. I never noticed it until you stop smoking and then you're like, oh my god, this reach. Yeah, it's smoking like, nasty, right? Yeah. It's just disgusting. But you know, uh, so these days, Ben, you you go to the gym, right? What what Yeah. Go, what gym do you go to? Uh, I go to Dream Health. Actually this would I be guess. good for the people listening. Like what what yeah, where is it and yeah. where, and how do you get there and whatever?
1: Um So it's in Sabadong. There's actually more gyms than you would think. Like in Shanghai, like they're scattered all throughout the places. If you're looking to go, it's about $50 a month for like a regular gym. Um, You go and you have to take most gyms. You have to have like a pair of sneakers set there because like they try to keep their floors clean or whatever. Mm. So you have to have a, a pair of sneakers there. And then they have clothes there that they offer you. They're extremely tight. Uh, And they have, like, a little itty-bitty towel. So, you know, when you're sweating, you could use it. And then, like, if you're taking a shower, you can use it. Um, So, it's pretty good. Like, most gyms back home, like, they don't... Like, they might have showers, but no one ever uses them. Here, it's, like, everyone uses them. Yeah, nobody's... Back home, everybody's self-conscious. Right. Nobody cares. Yeah. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah, here, it's just, you know, no one gives a a shit about that. Uh, The gyms themselves, like... All right, so... If you're a bigger guy, you're gonna have a hard time finding gyms that have dumbbells that will accommodate you. Uh, there's been two gyms that I sound like a dick by saying this, but they they did not have dumbbells big enough for what I was trying to do. So this one has 42 kilogram dumbbells, which uh, for most things is pretty good for me. It
2: has a chest chest. Uh, yeah, but
1: like for something like if I want to do like a dumbbell shrug, shrugs, yeah. it's, you know, I could still use a little more, but. Still, this is some of the gyms only have like thirty-two kilograms is the highest it goes. Uh so you kind of have to adjust what you're gonna do. Um this one's pretty big. Normally they're pretty small. They have a shit ton of machines. Most of them just don't so in America the dumbbells are every five pounds, right? Like five, yeah, ten, yeah, to yeah, twenty. Yeah, yeah. This it's in kilograms, so it, it's it goes from like twenty to twenty-five kilograms to thirty kilograms. Which is like a huge difference. Yeah, right. So it's a little
2: bit different. So, uh, like, uh, give me your, your advice because I haven't worked out in a in a gym for years and years and years. I have my own, like, I just do my own body weight. I read a great article by Jason, Jason Statham, a great interview by Jason Statham a long time ago.
1: Plyometrics? Just, uh,
2: yeah, just a, yeah, everything in body weight and, yeah. and stuff like that. So I actually invested in like one of the Chuck Norris gyms, I call him. Oh, nice. One of the sliding bench things. So I, have, I at home. have one of those. Uh, I've had four. think 2000. Yeah, total Total, total gym. gym. Yeah, See, are, you, are you able to like uh, stay on yourself to do it yeah yeah because when i like like i'm at home and i'm watching i just throw on the TV. i'll give you a good example so if i'm watching anything ufc i'm always on my gym it's, uh, i have no excuse like uh, I'm, I'm i'm not going to sit there and, and watch the fights i'm going to sit there and watch the fights and work out while i'm watching the fights.
1: i'm the opposite of you like i, I tried to do the workout at home thing but it's like oh i could uh, clean this i could go on the computer i could read a book that's what like the gym all you have to do is just go to the gym it's like well there's nothing else i can do except oh yeah it's like it's a great know I mean? excuse yeah it's well, almost like worth the 50 dollars just to like
2: and i'll tell you the reason that is because when i would go to the gym and so now i, I you know i go to i still go to the gym i go to mma gym and i work out mma like uh kickboxing Jiu-Jitsu. yeah that's pretty cool and and that's fine for me because it's i'm interested in it and i don't mind it but when I work out in a gym um, like back in the day when I worked out in a gym, I'd put earphones on, I'd tune out the world, I would get into my zone, and I would go right in and I' am balls deep and I'd fucking That's work, out, work on I cannot stand it in Korean gyms when people come up to you and try to practice their english I know. and what's your take on that, and what what do you do to try it because you go to the, you're a big gym guy, so what do you yeah. do to? to 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 correct that or what do you do to like say hey just back
1: off i'm doing my thing uh it hasn't happened to me too much recently because i have like these big ass but i would say get bigger headphones because if you have the big fucking headphones like no one's bothering you um when that would happen like if you're lifting heavy weights and you're gonna need like a minute and a half two minute like break anyway so it's like okay if someone's bothering me here it's okay but then i would just you know, they're really trying to practice and just tell you about like some stupid shit about like something you don't even care about. I'm trying to impress you or whatever, whatever. Right. And then I will just be like, okay, like I have to go lift again. And like just leave the conversation, even though like they're kind of mid sentence. And I don't feel bad about that because again, like I'm in there to. Yeah, it's do your one time.
2: It's your time. It's right. your time. Right. It, it, it's, it should be. It should be. Right. You're not yeah. there to socialize. You're, you're there to do your job. Yeah. We're not going there to like practice our career and play dumb. No, like, no, no, no. I, I think it's rude. And it. And when I was like 18 years old, uh, I remember walking up to a guy, fucking guy. I remember seeing him every day. I was at the YMCA. Jack. He was jacked. Uh, Huge arms. And he would get on the treadmill and he would run like for fucking ever. And then one day I walked up to him and I'm like, hey, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm working out if I can. And I'm like, okay. All right. All right. And I thought he was rude, but I'm like, no, I get it. I get it now. I get it. Yeah.
1: Like when you're in the zone.
0: Something is not really being rude, though. I don't think anyway. It's just opportunity. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, if you, yeah, you it's hard for you to partner. speak. It. No, it's not.
2: It's not rude to the Koreans. It's not rude to them not, at all.
0: It's not rude to anybody.
2: No, no, no. But well, nothing, I mean, I, I would rude. disagree. Like, I would nothing, disagree with you, no. Scott. Because back home in a gym, like in a real gym, back home, you don't go up to talk to somebody when they're in the middle of their set. Because you
1: uptight? No, I don't, no. I wouldn't say it's rude, but it's just.
2: Um, I don't it, it feel it would, would, wouldn't happen either back home. I, it wouldn't happen back home. No, because everybody knows that it's not socially but acceptable. If you, if
0: you saw, if you went to a gym back home and you saw, let's say uh, Sylvester Stallone came into the gym, you saw him. That would he, be an he, 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 he was there on a weekly basis. Yeah. So not the first time you saw him, but you occasionally saw him. Saw him. Saw him. Would do.
2: Take the opportunity to go up and say something to him? Or? Well, probably one, Scott. Sylvester Stallone would have bodyguards with him. He, those kind of guys do. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, probably not. Because I'm not really starstruck when I meet with celebrities. Uh-huh. So uh, for another person, maybe. But I'm not... Going on, man. I
1: was gonna say, I think if you did see him, you would just try to say like one line, right? You want to try to like have a long conversation. No, it'd just him. be like, hey, like your be slow, and keep going. let so right, like that, right. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah.
0: let's reverse the situation. You're here uh, in Korea. Yeah. You go to the gym. Yeah. There's no other foreigner in the country. Yeah. So you're working out. Nobody's bugging bugging you or trying to speak English because they don't know anything about English. And one day
2: foreigner comes in. I'm a Korean, or I'm a foreigner. No, you're a foreigner. So I'm a foreigner. Yeah, so another foreigner comes in. Another foreigner comes in. Uh-huh.
0: That's Have, you haven't seen one in well, a year.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, it depends on Why like. Would what. you, at some point, strike up a conversation with us? Like I would, but I would, yes. I would wait for the right opportunity. Like a guy who's in the middle of his workout, right? So if I see he's in the middle of his workout, if he goes and gets a drink of water. Yeah, I might go over the water fountain, too, and I grab a drink and say, hey, nice to see you or something like that. But, I mean, I know why I'm there, and, and he knows why he's there, and so I know that that's not the right opportunity. So, like, for Ben, whatever, It's it, it, I'm just saying it was annoying for me. It was really annoying for me, and I can understand the Koreans' perspective because they're curious, and it's a good, like you said, it's a good opportunity to, to try and practice their English or to get to know a foreigner or whatever. It's just, you know, I don't want to be teaching all the time. I don't want to be the guy in the spotlight all the time. There's times when I just want to be in my zone and nobody else is in my zone. Mm-hmm. That's why I work out at home now. What's annoying
1: to me sometimes is like, how many times have she's uh, tried to tell you like, oh, you should be doing something like this
2: or like this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's kind of like, All right, man. Like you're like 70 kilos. Like what are you to like?
0: Yeah,
2: and you've got a big fucking gut. Yeah, it's like I've
1: got like a whole like book here. I'm like keeping notes and stuff. Like I've, you know, I kind of know what I'm about. Like who are you to tell me?
2: Yeah, I have a funny story like that. Like uh, years ago when I was working here, um, my buddy Chris and I, we got drunk and rode our bikes over to one of those golf, the screen golf, where you can just slap balls into a green, a green net. Mm, one, driving, driver, yeah. one of those driving ranges so we're sitting there and we're just having a good time we're, we're hitting balls hitting balls and balls and eventually we get one guy come over and he just like grabs this the the club out of our hand pushes us back and like no 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 like watch this watch this watch this and you see sanders in korean like hey you put your shoulder here you do this 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 this, and we turn around and we look behind us and there's like four or five korean guys with their arms crossed like watching us and they're all Staring and they're all shaking their head up and down, like, yeah, 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 you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing. And the guy finally he goes to hit the ball and he slices it completely right, Jackass. slices it completely right. And he turns around and he looks at us and he goes, Did you see what I did? That's how you do it. And I'm like, Fucking kidding me, man. I'm
1: like, People do that to Nick Campbell and he has a pro golf part. I know, and they're still like, Oh no, you gotta do it like this. And he's like, No, like, what? Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, they have so many like weird well etiquette i guess in the gym like um like they would put their phone and water bottle and towel on like a bench and just be doing something else and you're like the fuck is this like are you using this can i use this like and they never ask oh how many sets like back home if someone's on a machine you need you're like how many sets do you have uh, okay like two sets fine like yeah, i'll just yeah, wait or yeah. something
2: they never ask that. And like no. when you ask them, especially like, if they're older too, right? I mean, yeah. Especially if they're older at the gym, they just think that they're in command. Right, right. And but so it, like
1: there's sometimes where it's like you almost have to like move their things off it so you could use it or at least like wait for them to come back and be like, are you using this? Like, yeah. no, just like to have your phone there, like, can I
2: move it? Yeah. But I mean, you know, saying that and, and said that, you know, there's complaints in any culture. I mean, what I really like though about Korea is that they have. They have workout stations, like, set up everywhere. I mean, mm. sometimes, sometimes I have, like, a 20-minute break, man. a 20-minute break from between my classes. So I'll be driving around, and I'll just, I'll, I'll, literally, I'll park my car, I'll go get a water, I'll come over, and I'll do, like, 10 minutes, listen to a podcast, and just do that machine where you just swing your legs back it's and something forth. I really like. Yeah, I love that so one, cool. man. It makes my back feel good. It just makes, makes it feel good in just 10 minutes. Just... Just hanging out. I love that, man. You go on a you go on a hike. You find a, one of those gym exercises at the top of the mountain. That's cool. Uh, it's cool. Korea is very health conscious.
0: But it's like that everywhere. Gyms back home too. There's always people that want to teach you how to do things right, even though if it's not correct. So,
1: I don't know. I wouldn't say as much here. No, no, like um. I mean, if you're really doing something wrong, like if you're doing, like, your dad look like, really wrong, then someone would be like, hey, man, like, watch your back, something like that. But yeah. here, it's just, like, every little thing, like... Well, no, actually, no, That's it's, it's. there's only, I'm sorry, like, one out of 20
0: men might tell you that. So it's not, like, a big thing. Yeah, but it happens more often back home. Mm. But it's not always because they're trying to help you.
2: They're just... They're just trying to post- yeah. posture, posture. It's just, it's, it's, it's yeah, simple. Help yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we're gonna take another quick break, and when we
0: come back, we're gonna talk about Ben's a diabetic. We're gonna really talk about type one diabetes in Korea. What's it like being a diabetic in Korea? We'll be right back after this. The Changwaner, the blah 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 in Changwon City. All right, so the Changwaner podcast is. We're now located on the second floor of. O'Brien's building. We got a home base. In the CK, which stands for the Chef's Kitchen in Changwon.
2: No more moving
0: around. Nope. So we got our own little studio here. And the Chef's Kitchen. What's the Chef's Kitchen all about?
2: Uh, Well, it's a place where people that want to start a business in Changwon could come as far as a restaurant. They want to come and they can practice what they're going to cook. Uh, set up their own menu items and things like that they've got multicultural cooking so chefs and cooks from different cultures cooking exclusive meals so that's uh, pretty big i mean you can have 30 to 40 people here um you can promote with the social network services that are available uh you got cooking classes you've yeah, got
0: cooking classes rent
2: the place you can rent it out you- for private parties and stuff you can buy the spices and the and the, and the wholesale food items through through this uh through this place
0: uh-huh and uh, some kind of snack corner maybe
2: yeah a salad sandwich and soups breads ham's cheese whatever veggies
0: so it's still under construction too of course but uh not our podcast to, room though. a little bit still well kind of go. I mean
2: we got to get the table painted but I don't know Scott I would go with the I would go with the blue tabletop and uh yellow bottom yeah why not we'll
0: see
2: those are Michigan colors
0: so anyway so yeah we're located in the chef's kitchen you can check them out on facebook we'll have their link in the uh podcast notes here and uh yeah so chef's kitchen the ck in Changwon. it's scott
1: and d with what's going on in Changwon. The Changwanner
0: Podcast. All right, we're back. We got Ben here with us and me sitting across from me. <coughs> thought you were trying to myself <laughs> Things Is <are> getting weird? <laughs> Things always get weird. <laughs> so anyway, Ben, you're into health, but you're also a diabetic, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah, let's label him. Come on. Label <laughs> him. Can I give a shout out to Stu? He asked what my blood sugar was. I'll, I'll actually bring up that question. Oh, yeah. Um, Go ahead. But yes. Stuart Thompson asked a question. Yes. What is your, <clears throat> what is your blood sugar level? My guess is 126. So it's actually at 155 right now, which, uh, if you can see my little machine
1: here, it's about, much normal maximum zone. You guys will probably never ever go above 105 in your entire life. Mm. So you guys are almost always from like
0: 80 to 105. So this is reading really insulin production. No, this is uh, the amount of uh, sugar per. It's the amount
1: of milligrams of sugar per deciliter of blood. Uh-huh. So right now I'm at 155, which um, is a little. High. On the high side, but if I'm drinking. Is that because you're drinking? I was going to ask you. Yeah, so alcohol is actually really interesting. So it has carbohydrates and alcohol. So there's two things, like in life, or uh, three things, I guess, that lower blood sugar exercise, insulin, and alcohol. Mm-hmm. But alcohol also has carbohydrates, which raise your blood sugar. So, the carbohydrates hit you first, so your blood sugar kind of goes up in the beginning of the night. Spikes, and then. A little bit, but then when the alcohol starts kicking and then actually goes down lower. So, if I'm drinking, I'm completely fine with being even like in the 180 range, because I know later at night it's just going to drop down. And sometimes if you fall asleep and your blood sugar goes down, you wake up in an ambulance. Like, that's happened to me four times where I just woke up in an ambulance because I had a diabetic coma. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And one of them was from drinking when I was like 18. So nowadays, it's just like 155, that's fine for me if I'm drinking. And especially in Korea, where the, like, if you go to the bar and you can't get light beers, right? Light beers have very few carbohydrates, but these regular draft beers probably have like 15, maybe 20. Mm, yeah, I don't know. So it's kind of like a different ballgame. But it usually, like, I usually don't have, if I eat carbohydrates anytime, I normally have to uh, give myself a shot of insulin,
2: like, if, uh, you, uh, you, you
1: take insulin, you just, you just... Yes, yeah, so I'm type so type one diabetics. If you eat insulin, you have to give yourself. uh if, I'm sorry, if you cover and you're type one diabetic, you have to give yourself insulin, if you have an insulin pump, you just press a couple of buttons and it shoots insulin in you. Me, I have the old school like needle stuff that like I have to put the needle on mm-hmm. and then stab myself in the stomach, arm or
2: leg. So I'm very ignorant about it. Can you overdose on insulin? Like, can you produce too much yourself? hundred percent.
1: It's really frustrating, especially trying to be healthy because let's say like, like my diet is normally pretty, uh, healthy. I eat salads, uh, eggs, apples, sweet potatoes, and that's almost it. Yeah. Um, except then if I give myself too much insulin, so I have to count the amount of carbs in everything I eat. And if I think there's too many, or if I exercise too much or if some there's so many variables, something's off, I give myself too much and so my blood sugar goes down. The only way to get that up is to eat or drink sugar. So then I have to like eat, you know, some kind of shitty snack, like Snickers or something or drink juice, which is not good for yeah, that. We well, got that on there. That's why I get right the now. little juice thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's frustrating because, you know, like the whole day I could be eating well and then it's like, oh, blood sugar's down, got to drink, you know, 300 milliliters of
0: juice
1: yeah eat uh you know a little shitty snack that I you know want to eat um but aside from that it's also good because if uh you guys walk by dunking donuts you might be like oh shit i want a donut you know what i mean and you can just go in and eat that donut no worries but me it's like well that's gonna fuck me up for like the next two hours so
2: it also you know it, it gives and takes a little bit so actually that could be i mean it could be a blessing or a curse mm-hmm. when you look at it because you're, you're a fit guy so it, probably with your your diabetes that you have to watch all the time so you probably are more are healthier than than most people because you, you exercise and you watch right. your diet and everything like that
1: yeah and it's like kind of like some, most people who do that want to do it just to be healthy. For me, it's like if I don't do that, then I feel like shit. Like if, you know, I mess up somehow. So with diabetes, um, as long as you just do a tight regimen, kind of, like if you eat the same foods at the same time every day, exercise at the same time every day, keep track of it, then you can be like, okay, this is what happened last time. And you can, it's pretty easy to control just as long as you pay
2: like absolute attention all day. So do you know the, uh, the what happens when you drink a diet soda? Because I'm kind of fuzzy about it. The aspartame stuff? I, so not, to, not the aspartame stuff, but... The how little, your
1: body uh, thinks it's like sugar That's or right. That's what I'm saying, yeah. See, I think that's complete bullshit because like it never uh, adversely affected my blood sugar. If I drink a diet Coke, it doesn't spike my
2: blood sugar up. Because it's, it's saying like if you drink a diet Cola... When your body thinks uh, that you're you're eating something, you're getting something. So your insulin goes out. Is that right? Your insulin, it produces insulin. Yeah, okay. So then you're you're left with you are left with no nothing in your stomach, basically. So your body's craving those calories that haven't been there. So that's why people who drink diet soda, then they eat more because their body's craving those calories. But I'm, I'm not sure but
1: if that happened, like if your blood sugar so If you drink a diet cola and your body thinks you're drinking regular cola, that's a difference of like 35 grams of carbohydrates, which is a sizable amount of insulin that would inject into your system that your body thinks, oh, we need. And then if that happened, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm craving calories. It would be like, oh, my God, like uh, my blood sugar is like dropping precipitously. And you could feel that Mm -hmm. like you your brain doesn't work as well. Like your cognition goes down. um, You get sweaty. You get like your hands start to shake and things like that. So, unless that's happening to people, then I think that claim is just complete.
2: Um, it's just nonsense. bullshit. Yeah. yeah.
1: For me, it doesn't matter because my body doesn't produce any insulin
0: regardless. So. What's that uh, monitor thing you had up there? You have something hooked up to your stomach, right? Yeah, what? right here. It's awesome. So, this is uh,
1: pretty new. It's actually only in America, maybe like in England or something. Um,
2: definitely not in Korea. So, this thing. So, if you had a problem, you couldn't even come to anybody here in Korea to get a fixer, right? Exactly.
1: I'd yeah. have to wait to get stuff like I, I still have health insurance back home just for this thing. So this is a Dexcom CGM five. It's a continuous glucose monitor and it actually checks my blood sugar 24 seven. It gives me every five minute increments and it's I can
2: connect to this. It's like,
1: so I have, yeah, i have like a sticker, I guess attached to my stomach and like, so I inject myself with like a needle that has a tube surrounded on it and then i take the needle out and the tube stays in my body and that's able
2: to read my blood sugar so uh, what, what does that tap into Does it tap into your uh your liver no no no
1: just it's um just
2: subcutaneous fat
1: that's kind of oh, what you okay need to right, be. right, yeah
0: because so it stuck in you or is it more like a
1: it's stuck in patch? me for. it's stuck in me for about uh seven days technically that's as long as it's supposed to work, but I can get like maybe 10 days out of it. That's why I have like ghetto ass band-aids on it. Cause like I'm trying to get this extra three or four days. So it Bluetooths it to this little um, machine I have. And then I, it shows me a graph and it's real time blood sugar. Before I had to like prick my fingers and like make myself bleed 10 times every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just get a snapshot of it, which, mm. you know, maybe I'm going up, maybe I'm going down. I don't know. But this, it shows me the graphs. It's, like, I hate to use Earth, but it's literally like a life changer. Like, it's. I've never had anything like this before, and it's
2: amazing. You can take it off and put it back on. You Because you've been to the beach before, and book me on, you can go swimming with it and everything. Yeah,
1: well, the thing is, so the, the thing that's attached to my body, it's fine if it gets water on it or whatever. Um, it's not really like. The only time I take it off is to. I have to change it every, like, 10 days. Like, so that's the only time I take it off, and then I put a new one on. Um. But yeah it's it's just so incredible like as a diabetic something like this like, it, what's the location
0: does it have to be in that spot on um, your body or
1: so technically can you move it to the, like
0: to your left side or
1: yeah so normally like i just rotate it from my right side to my left side on my stomach like yeah. right or right around the belly button area yeah. uh that's where the fda approves it uh I I went online, like Reddit has a really good diabetes section and people put it on their hips. People even put it like on their triceps where like the fat is, you know, on the back of your arm. Just anywhere that has like that big subcutaneous fat. But if it's on one of the other locations, I found out the readings uh, are not that that accurate. Like they vary too much. So this is the best, like most accurate snapshot of it. it. And with this on, I just have to like manually finger prick like my fingers twice a day just to calibrate it, and then it's good. So I went from manually calibrating my fingers 10 times a day to two times a day.
2: That's uh, I don't remember we've, we've had many sessions where before we were just hanging out, and whatever. It and used you, to be a game, guess what? His blood sugar, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. yeah. pulled it out, you pulled it out in the middle of when we're, we're hanging out, and whatever. And it would be almost like an hourly thing for you, wouldn't
1: it? I would do when I'm drinking, yeah, definitely every hour. Now I can check myself every 10 minutes. It's funny. though like, it, um, So I give myself like a shot in the arm, like not even think, like stab myself with the needle in the arm, like in public and I never think anything of it. And then I just assume that everyone kind of knows I'm diabetic at this point, but people who don't, they see myself that like, they see me stabbing myself and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, well, oh, yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah. Like people are like, you know, their eyes get real big. <clears> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, speaking of which, let's, Quick shout out to Stu for sending us that question.
2: Yeah. Thanks hey too. Stu, if you're listening, buddy. Hope you're, uh, you're I hope you're doing well wherever you are. Man. I know you will because you're such a cool guy. you yeah. miss,
0: missed over here. Misses so. still cool.
2: Yeah. But uh what about people who have diabetes
0: and are thinking about coming here? What's what like did you stack up on this line before you came here or so I, I had this uh fears like
1: new country there's not that many diabetic koreans um if you have a insulin pump or a cgm you can't get supplies in korea so you will need your parents to mail them from back home uh if you want to get insulin here it is unbelievably easy compared to america like Back home, I don't know if you guys have experienced it. Like getting medicine, you have to go through so many hoops. You have to call your insurance on your doctor, then you have to call another doctor, then you have to call the pharmacy. It takes like hours. Me, I walk up into the hospital within five minutes, I'm out of there, go to the pharmacy, like, two minutes, here, here. Yeah, here, yeah, here. Yeah. So it's so easy to get insulin. And then insulin's really cheap here. And actually, when I go back home, like I've been home two times not for like six months at a time, I brought back like a six months' supply of insulin with me here. From Korea. Yeah, they're kind of like Like back home, you, you get a strict amount. Like okay, this is lasting you for thirty days. We can't give you more until those thirty days are up. Here, they're a little looser with that. They're like, okay, here's like
2: a shit ton, like ten needles worth, which is Do you like, have to, when you go back through like customs and everything. You have to like say this is what you got and blood claim it. They
1: when I first came, uh, they used to check my bag and like because there's like needles and all that stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But now they don't even look at it anymore. It's just so you, good. now I'm talking when you go to America. No, oh, oh, yeah, it's fine. There, it's all good. Yeah, okay. yeah I've okay. never had a problem. Uh, here, the only thing is, if you're getting uh, test strips, you there's no prescription for test strips here. Uh, it's just at a pharmacy, and they're a little expensive. If you want to get 50 test strips, it's about twenty dollars. Whereas back
2: home, if you have like decent insurance, you get like 50 test strips for
0: like five bucks.
2: See, that's probably 50 percent of the reason why I like living in Korea because health care here is a milestone above one of the
1: main reasons I came back when I was home. The, I I went to like get my, you know, medicine and they were like $250. I was like, fuck you, that would be like 60 bucks in Korea. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, it's Mm -hmm. here, like uh, I have any sort of problem, whatever I go right to the hospital. Um, I walk right in, they, they look at me they check me out. They don't over-prescribe me antibiotics. Mm -hmm. They give me some sort of regimen, like, uh, eat this kind of, food and you know maybe go to see an acupuncture doctor my the most the doctor i go to see the most is an acupuncture doctor. dude i'm i i'm all about that yeah i, I, I want to go to more of them i go to an, like right now i've got I, I, somebody almost ripped my shoulder off from fucking jujitsu. so i've been going to an acupuncture doctor for two months now and uh i go three or four times a week and you can clear it up for insomnia um, if you have uh, heart palpitations, hypothyroidism would that help? Yeah, sure, sure. Hypothyroidism. I mean, it's all connected. right all of the, like uh, he can touch me in one part of the body where uh, you know, he. The thing is, he sticks like I might have a shoulder problem, so he might put a needle in my foot. Oh, the trigger points. Yeah, they're all yeah. over. Yeah. So that same meridian that goes up and around your body, it's all one line. So he might open up that at the very bottom of it. He might put put one in my foot. And to to clear up one of my shoulders you know it's it's nuts that being said
1: um like the health stuff here is so good but uh it's a little frustrating like when you go by yourself and you just can't communicate that well with the doctor like everything you want to say um that's a bit frustrating and then there's something else i found here the physical therapy. there are some the, yeah the doc the last i had surgery here and they were pretty good with it oh i had surgery here and was in the hospital for 10 days Three hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. Ankle surgery, ten day hospital stay, three hundred dollars. Yeah. Like
2: America, if you, amazed, stay, if you stayed, if you stayed in America, thirty ten thousand is, bucks maybe. at least. Yeah, at yeah. least. Like after, stay, toxil, about, not, that guy stayed over. He got his tonsil. No, tonsils. He got his appendix out. He was in the hospital one night. Did you ever see this? This this bill? Oh, did sixteen thousand. Like um, no, no, yeah, no fifty thousand dollars. Jesus, fifty thousand dollars for getting his appendix out in America. See, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. It's different in Canada, yeah, well, of course yeah. you guys have good health insurance, but, if, if but uh, it's insane let me ju- I'm just it,
0: gonna- it is good here, I know same with uh people with glasses I mean this country are glasses cheaper right? here too great if glasses are cheap and
1: LASIK, LASIK, LASIK guys surgery, right terror got I mean, it for like true. two thousand
0: bucks, so anyway, I any think people that have diabetes or similar type things shouldn't worry that much about coming. Yeah, especially nowadays
1: with the amount of blogs or whatever, you can find someone who's been here before and had it. It's just um, all of the things that you're used to getting at home, you might not be able to get here. That's the only thing. It's going to be cheaper for sure, but you might have to sacrifice some things. things. They don't get back home, like what? Well, at least for diabetes. No, 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 like um, like, uh, the, the pump. Is like okay. a huge thing most diabetics have and uh they don't have that in Korea. This CGM that I have, they don't have it in Korea. And I'm sure for other diseases there's things, America, England, whatever, Canada has that just in Korea they don't have. But you don't have to pack your
2: suitcase with insulin or Yeah, no, you can get all the essentials here, hundred percent. Yeah. All right, so I just I just I just pulled it up here. Um Sutter General Hospital, Sacramento, California, fifty five thousand dollars eleven thousand one hundred and nineteen dollars uh charge to the patient and the rest of the forty four thousand charge to insurance for getting appendectomy. Jesus. The recovery room seven thousand five hundred dollars. Surgery sixteen thousand dollars. Uh Jesus, that's just unbelievable. <laughs> like here in Korea you could probably if you don't even have any money you go to a hospital yeah. My friend, the good, good, my, a friend back in the day, he, he tried to rank, ramp his bike up a, uh, over, a, over a sand pile once, and landed face first, face planted, split open his head. He went to the hospital and he's like, uh, you know, sit me up. And they're like, okay, it's $110. It's not a lot of money. He's like, I don't have any the money. And they're like, okay, go. They just let him go. He didn't pay anything. He just, Really? Yeah, yeah. He just said, I don't have any money. And the guy they just said, go. No. I That's don't know awesome. if it's because he was a foreigner or it was because uh, whatever. It might be the foreign card. Maybe, but uh, he was. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he loves telling that story because, I mean, where can you find that? It should, it should, it should be like this. It should be like this. Well,
1: you guys know it. one thing yeah. I want to say There's about what I grew up
0: with.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, well, video, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Of course. One thing about Korean healthcare, like the acupuncture notwithstanding the physical therapy here is not good no 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 i i, I They think so. kind of just do um a little electrotherapy shot like no matter what problem you have and that's kind of it and they don't even tell you like what stretches to do what exercises to do how many times like i went to a physical therapist back home they got their hands like involved in my muscles and they gave me like a strict like uh plan like okay do these exercises this time of day like Really intimate, and here it's kind of just here's a little extra life therapy, you know. Come back tomorrow, hopefully it gets better. Yeah.
0: Thanks.
1: So that's the that's the only negative thing I'd say about health healthcare. Otherwise, it's just I mean you're used
2: to it. Yeah, yeah. But like for us, it's just amazing, right? Yeah. It's it's that it's like literally fifty percent of the best reason for me to live here is because. But to be honest,
0: my first fourteen years, no, thirteen years here. I never had health insurance. And luckily nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was just kinda why I never got it. No,
2: I went to I went to the dentist. Like I,
0: a, I have Korean oh, friends. Oh sorry. I I if I have a cold that's really bad, I'll go to my local doctor. Mm. And I just use my Korean friend's name. <laughs> You know, I have it set up with a doctor. <laughs> so I just You get the discount with that?
2: Yeah. I have this All right. Korean That's nice. So, of jump on, uh, off your point here. Like, my wife knows a, a dentist in Masan, mm. and they're family, kind of family friends. So, I went there. Uh, first time I went to a dentist in 20 years, just for the scraping. Yeah. Just, yeah. They call it a scraping or a, yeah, scaling. A, scaling. Scaling, scaling, scaling. Yeah. scaling. So, um, and I usually just do the scaling myself because I can, I know exactly the points of my teeth. What? Yeah, I've no, <laughs> not heard that before. No, really, Isn't I know exactly. No, I, I, do, I floss. <laughs> I brush my teeth. Um, and and you and, got a at home, or something? no, no, no. I just, uh, I, I use, scaling <laughs> I just up is a fucking paperclip. <laughs> I just pick up a paperclip. No, but scaling is like
0: sandblasting. All kinds
2: of shit. No, well, it's you yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's they're they're basically just scraping the plaque off your teeth. So I I uh, I, I would do it myself. But so I, I thought, well, it's probably 20, it's been twenty years since I've been to a dentist. So let me go to a dentist. I walked in the dentist. The dentist is like, okay, when was your last appointment? I'm like, when I was 17. And he's like, huh? He's like, well, he looked at my teeth. He's like, it looks like you just came last week. Like, my teeth look really good. Bottom line, I didn't pay anything. Family friend, dentist. Family friend. Well, back nothing, home, back nothing.
1: home, we—I uh, I grew up next to a dentist, and he gave us the family hookups too. Oh yeah. So yeah. like, you know, a procedures that would be X amount of money. So be like here, some of the, dental some of the, work,
0: dental work is actually not covered with the national.
1: It gets expensive.
0: Health insurance.
1: Yeah, can, like, my buddy just had a, a crown, and they do like gold here, mm-hmm. not like what did we use back what home, is, like the cement kind. I don't know. Gun. I don't know. But it's not crazy expensive. It was four hundred bucks for one crown. If it's gold, so yeah, I guess like I maybe you would pay that at home. No, sure I'm not sure if that's sure.
0: expensive or not. But uh, I, I I went to the dentist probably five six months ago. Did scaling and uh, I actually had to get a tooth pulled, all this kind of thing, and it cost me fifty bucks. <laughs> that's not that's and not. I, I just paid two hundred bucks I when I was at I wasn't home. Wasn't covered.
2: Hmm. Like, you
0: weren't even covered in those fifty bucks. Yeah. Wow. I I got yeah. health insurance because I thought all right. Finally, I had to go to the dentist. I had sore tooth. Hmm. So I'll get health insurance.
2: Yeah, no, I. I, I, It wasn't covered on health insurance. I I floss. I, you know, I I, I brush. I I only brush once a day, though. I only brush at night before I go to bed. I don't brush in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I don't know, that's the key to. You should wait half an hour after you eat the brush.
0: Check that out. Anyway, people thinking about coming here. Should not worry about. If you have any disease, yeah, uh, not any. You're gonna get taken care. of. If you
1: have AIDS, you can't come. If you have AIDS, <laughs> syphilis. I don't know.
2: I've, I've filled out the applications. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, you have you ever they had AIDS? Have you <laughs> <I> ever <laughs> had AIDS? Yeah, I no. got no. AIDS and then I, <laughs> I care about. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the question, but
0: it's like, have you <laughs> <have laughs> ever had AIDS? But no, <laughs> not now. Just
2: that one time in like yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got it for a bit, like for a month, and then. I, 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 yeah, as a diabetic,
1: I actually, can I say a little more things about the diabetes? Sure, sure. sure. So eating out here is uh, really good for diabetes. So as a diabetic, uh, you need to count everything you eat. So normally, you know, like this sandwich has, you know, 20 carbs in this slice of bread, 20 carbs in this slice of bread, and you know exactly what you're eating. But when you eat out at a restaurant, you don't know how many carbohydrates are in their French fries or in their hamburger or whatever. So it's like really hard. But eating out in Korea is awesome because it's just usually meat and vegetables that you eat. Yeah. Maybe Don John V has like, is there any
2: carbs in like that? Uh, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. So, anyway, it's. it's they do put a lot of sugar in, like the kimchi. They actually put sugar in kimchi. I heard that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, there, there, there's some things that they might put, my, put yeah. sugar into, but I'm not sure. But
1: normally, yeah, it's, it's just really, as long as you, if you get like the rice bowl, again, but it's the same amount of rice every single time, right? It's like the exact same little gongibok size. So, eating out here, it's so easy to uh, keep track of your blood sugar level. So again, if you're diabetic or anything, gonna come in here eating out, which
0: you will do a lot because it's cheap and it's delicious. Uh, it's really easy to control. Mm. Yeah, I'm just looking at the screen here. So Muhammad
2: Ali died. Yeah, you know everybody says, "Oh, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. That's so terrible." No, it's yeah. not. No, what it's not. Is, not. What did he have? Parkinson's. He yeah, had Parkinson's for thirty years. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 it sounds horrible, but I'm glad he's dead because. Um, he lived a life man he fucking lived a life I'm not glad he's dead I'm just not not sad he's he's dead dead. I'm not crying not surprised yeah yeah, it's not like he was stolen yeah he's not like he was he was one of the 27 club you know where he just died young whatever but you know he fucking lived a life I I don't know about you guys what was that what was that Scott let me pull
1: that up my father always
2: told me so many
0: things about him right there so everybody hear that when we this is Sonny Liston. Catches clay before he's Muhammad Ali went after Sonny Liston.
2: This is what before he was Muhammad Ali, right? Right.
0: So he rented a bus and drove up on Sonny Liston's lawn. But Sonny Liston pulled a gun on him in the casino. I'll put the link to this in the, in the show notes. Oh, my God. I like how he just shot, shot himself. Shot, shot his jacket. Did you see how nonchalant his look was? Like, this is funny. Can you imagine he did
2: that today? No, no. If he did that today, he would he would He's get still, totally arrested. No, no. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. Of course. But, you know, like we were talking about before, like, blanks could still kill somebody. Right. If you put some, if you put a gun to somebody's head close enough, a blank could still kill somebody. You're, you're talking about the but velo- the Sonny, velocity. Sonny
0: Liston grew up in a different.
2: You know, I mean, this time, is like this is like, is like what the 1960s. 70s, is this, 70s, 70s?
1: Uh, Wait, getting back to Ali, do you guys agree that he's the greatest of all time? Is there any debate on that? Uh, I would like to, I think he was the smartest
2: boxer of all time. I don't think he was the toughest boxer of all time. Just the best. The best. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. His head games, man. He was really good with the head games. That, like, that's the thing is like he, and like, um, you know, I follow MMA and, and Anderson, the spider Silver was the same kind of mm. compar- comparative. Yeah, with Conor McGregor, Yeah, with Conor McGregor, the same. The the, the, the fight is won before they even step into the octagon, right? Conor McGregor can head kick you just by talking. You know, uh, he he's so good at, at getting under your skin and, and pushing the right buttons and squeezing the right nerves. And and same as Muhammad Ali, you know, you he was great. So he 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 made he made the game.
1: The amount of quotes he had too, like I,
2: what other athlete had. I, I said oh, I was great. You said like one I one quote I read the other week, it was I said I was great even before I knew it or something like that. You know?
1: Yo, one of those things was like how many push ups do you do? I like, I don't know, I only start counting after it hurts. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like people yes. never like people see like the you know loud mouth like uh showbiz well, side of him, they never see like the medication. Actually.
0: That's such cool. there, yeah. what is the most famous quote, was that. what is it?
2: Sound like a bee. Um uh, float like a butterfly sting like, like a bee. Yeah. That's the most world known. Yeah, thing. yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Anyway, good, you know. That's a shame. I uh, I, I used to talk to my father about that.
2: He was a big Ali fan. He was talking about Ali. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think it's a shame. It's not a shame he died. It, it's it's natural. You know what? Yeah. You're right. You know. It's it, 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 you he said he lived with Parkinson for thirty years. Right. Do you think so, that's to the uh, box. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Like yeah. It, it's it's it's. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed, which I'm I'm really curious to see what the, the scientific research has, comes out in the next 5, 10, 20 years. There was some guy who was a, um, uh, he just committed suicide. Uh, BMX biker. Really? It just committed suicide. Yeah. And he donated so, his body to. A few months ago Yeah, donated his body to science. Mm. So they studied his brain and they saw all of the concussion damage on his brain from. All of the trauma he took when he was doing his stunts and stuff like that so i'm curious to see like in mma because mma and boxing are similar but they're not because in mma there's so many more ways to win a fight
1: wait why doesn't why are there not many nfl people with Parkinson's then? because the concussions right you would think that would go hand in hand with like head trauma well there's concussions there aren't like how many boxers do you know with Parkinson's just i yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah,
2: they, 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 uh, no, no, they, no, no, the no, 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 The, the one guy who, um, I can't remember his name, the guy who trains um, May Pacquiao. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know the guy. Oh, you were talking about that earlier. Today. Yeah, yeah,
2: he's, yeah, he's yeah. got Parkinson's as Yeah, 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 he's, he's got Parkinson's and they contribute, they attribute that to his boxing career. But, 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 but the thing is, you're looking at, um, you're doing the NFL stuff. Mm. They go half, half speed pretty much all through the week when they're doing their drills and stuff like that. And then there's that one game when they go go full speed and then they might get hit real hard, right? You're getting hit hard every day when you're boxing and you're getting hit even more so when Mm. you're in a match because you get hit. And you get knocked down, and you well, get up. Boxing is pretty much all headshots. Too. It's all headshots. Where like MMA, like MMA, MMA. It could be a choke. It could be a liver shot. It could be uh, a knee bar. It could be whatever. You know, uh, whatever. But but the thing that, that about the boxing thing is, you get hit, and you get knocked down, and then you get back up, and they give you a ten uh, standing eight count, and then you get knocked down again. You can get knocked down three times or two times every single round if you go a 12 round fight you get knocked down two times every single round for a 12 round fight and you can still lose by decision but you're getting knocked down two times every round so as whereas an mma you get knocked down once and you get put out a real beat down like that they'll call off the fight right Mm -hmm. so it's boxing i think is a lot more head trauma than the nfl would be yeah i guess so. uh I
0: don't know if Parkinson's, you know, I don't know if boxing caused Parkinson's for him or what,
2: but he was a legend. Yeah, I mean, That's the line, the, the world is gonna mourn. The world will mourn. You gotta and some, go, and you somebody, got someplace to be. You gotta, you gotta go. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. I mean, we, you know, we gotta wrap. We'll wrap it up. I mean, talk right. to you. It's up to you, buddy.
1: Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to go upstairs. Have a few drinks with some people.
2: Yeah. Okay, Ben. All right, Ben. We'll, we'll wrap it up then. So
0: anyway, Ben, thanks for coming
1: on the podcast. Finish my beer, but I'll choose my one. <laughs> so thanks for having me, guys. If people want to get in touch with you, or what's the best way? Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. If it, like anyone wants to find out anything about Jim's health, diabetes, especially, I would be more than happy. So it's
0: Ben Her H E A. Uh, Urn, Urn, Urn. The movie is ben Hearn. <laughs> Sorry. That's what I meant. <laughs> <That's actually> <laughs> hey, I was spelling
2: it right, but saying it. Uh, H e a r n, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. ben Hearn. Same name on Facebook. Legend. The legend ben Hearn, uh-huh. Chang Wan's greatest arm, arm, arm wrestling champion. Arm wrestling legend, for sure. Arm wrestling legend. I, yep. still, I still... I'll have to take it up on that sometime. <laughs> I still, I still, still. D was the uh, officiator of it. Frisbee. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Football? No, 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 no. What's that? I'm having total brain fart. What's the game we play? Bocce. No, booky on beach, man. Oh, Beersby. Beersby, jeez How can I forget that? I'm, I'm getting a bit of. Blame. Me and Martin, me and Martin Larkin are two of the top. Paul yeah. might say he's the best. No, 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 Paul and I can rock and Book, and book me on, but in, in the park uh, it might be a bit different. But I beat you. Beersby's a great game. If you don't know how to get on it, uh, in Boogian, mm-hmm. I don't remember that. don't remember that at all. I yeah. think you were. Dr- I think we were on the same team and we won. No, no, no. I think I, I beat you. In Boon- uh, i We beat me in Beersby in the park. Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. Uh,
0: i beat you I in i be uh, Paul. I don't remember that man.
1: Uh, me and Nick Campbell. Nick's a great teammate because he catches fucking everything.
2: Well, we were playing in the water that one time. Right? So that was awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. When the sandbar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I think we need to start getting the beach back back going again. Yeah, I'm for it. Yeah. Anyway, people can
0: find me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Do you, people find you on Dia <laughs> D- D- the <laughs> D- the Yeah. Yeah. Feed this way because yeah. somebody else. Yeah. I fucking. <laughs> these I'm days
2: th- I don't like yeah, Facebook
0: anymore. If you have any questions or would like to be on the changwater podcast just uh email us at podcast at be mm-hmm. in touch with me at scott at com. anyway
2: thanks ben for being on the show thanks for having me guys mm-hmm. we are now coming to the end of the podcast so i think we we have to cheers one more time one last time all right cheers brothers cheers. All right. So anyway, guys, uh, keep your ears peeled because we've got a lot of stuff coming up in the next few weeks. So we're going to have another one in the next week or so. And uh, have a good night. We are out.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Changewater Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.